Blog Talk Radio. Dear John Witherspoon, is steroid use ruining professional sports? Steroids? I think it's a good thing. Look what it's done to our baseball players. Roger Clemens, my man, he can throw a ball 380 miles an hour. Steroids. After 20 years? That's a bad motherfucker. I think there should be a whole new league where you can have all the steroids you want. Who cares if you grow another foot? You got three fucking feet? Run, motherfucker. I spent $700 for a basketball game. I don't see a motherfucker fly. Let them all have steroids. Boxing. I want to see somebody knock that motherfucker's head off. I want to see a hockey player eat the fucking puck. I'm going to tell you who needs some steroids. The soccer player. Three fucking hours. Scores one to one. Give him some steroids. I want to see the score 115 to 150. I pay to see some shit like that. But you need steroids. I'm going to get me some fucking steroids. I want to be able to bang, bang, bang a girl for about two years. Knock a motherfucker out. Boom. Boom. Boom, boom. And give them to the people going over there in that rack. Give them some steroids. That should have been over there. Steroids. Let's go home. We done killed everybody. Come on. That is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, November 6th, 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And joining me, per usual, co-host extraordinaire, writer extraordinaire, uh, edit Photoshop, he just does it all. When does he sleep, folks? I don't know. (laughs) Cameron Hawkins, Cam, what up? When do I sleep indeed? Travis, how are you? Doing all right. And loving up on these uh on these big women, these six three uh power forwards. How are you doing? What are you what are you doing? <laughs> you doing what? Doing it doing the I, most. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. You know, we, 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 we try to wear as many hats as we can before it's too many hats, and so far it's not too many hats. So, yeah. Yeah, apparently your head is uh, big enough for, for all the hats. Didn't I have Pharrell have like a stack of hats? Hat stack of hat gimmick at one time? Cool. For real? Yes. Yeah. I remember him. The Smokey the Bear hat. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I thought I, I, uh, multiple hats on top of each other. I thought somebody did that. Maybe it's, maybe it's a cartoon. I think it was a, jo- a joke from that. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so it's Wednesday. It's, it's wrestling time. Let's, uh, we, got a, we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> so <laughs> without further ado, let me go ahead and give out all the uh, pertinent contact information. Um, if you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways to go about it. First way, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Get in line. We will talk to you live on air. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Uh, the second way to have your voice heard, if you can't call us live, 
you can drop us a voicemail. Our voicemail line is three minutes of unadulterated time to ask questions, post comments, <clears throat> whatever you got for us. That's uh, that's a, a platform for you to do it. Hit the voicemail line up. Uh, hit the voicemail line at uh, 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. And uh, you can also hit us up on email. Uh, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, hit us up anytime during the week or anytime during the show. East Coast audio show at gmail.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. East Coast audio show at gmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. You can find Cam and his uh, renowned Twitter. There's no uh, there's no doubting if you didn't already know if you were you know on the fence like well, is Cam Twitter famous? Well, he's getting paid off Twitter now. So, you know, it's by property <laughs> or sort of. Yeah. Turned into Twitter's money. Bringing them opportunities. Twitter actually turned into money. Hey, so you know. Which can turn into something else, and they can turn into something yeah. else. So yeah, uh, yeah. Follow him at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. In uh, the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com/slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, check us out over there. Share things with us. Interact with us and other Leños and Leñas alike uh, over there. Um, yeah, go like the page. Post it on your timeline. Uh, tag your wrestling buddies in it. Yeah, y'all know how it works. So wait, yeah, since I had yeah. you on the spot, like all oh, live yeah, on sure. the air, are, are we are we sure. getting together this weekend? Like we have not talked about that at all. Yeah, and I got another email from you know just kind of like oh hey we're going to be yeah. in this part part of the uh, yeah. arena or uh, conference hall or whatever it's called. Um, <clears throat> and I was just like oh that's the end. I'm looking at the dates like eighth. Ninth, tenth. I'm like, I'm looking at my computer like, oh, it's the sixth. Fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. I had the same thought. I was like, oh, we haven't even bought this up beyond yeah. like because I know your two schedule. Months. Um, two months ago. Is yeah, it like conducive like, to like, it, you know? Fuck no, because it was the same. It was brand. It was my new schedule last year. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing this year, but it was last year. This time last year it was it was all new. Uh, I feel like yeah. the only day I feel like you're going to have free is Sunday and Peanut's birthday Sunday, so I won't be there Sunday. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, and once they didn't get anyone from anyone any, current, anyway connected, no, 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 just for me personally, what I would have been willing to go out of my way for, if they would have had someone in some way connected to his dark materials, or the yeah, books, yeah. or the anything. Of course, I'm 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 there. I'm promoting, but they're not. And it's like, fuck. Well, I mean, I guess say hi to Tom Welling. I guess, you know, ask. Yeah, I mean, ask, the Smallville uh, nostalgia is getting me day two. Um, so I'm gonna go out there. How are they gonna avoid? How are they gonna avoid? Uh, I 
I can't think of her name, Lana Lang on Smallville for getting asked about sex cult questions. That's close. Yeah, no, no, I know, but uh, she was approached. She was like, no, I'm straight. I mean, but you know, like that that one white guy in the in the blazer is probably going to get up there at the beginning and say that they can't ask about that. Uh, okay, I thought you were going to say the white the white guy in the blazer is going to be like, uh, hi, uh, yeah, Lana Lang, uh, for lack of a better name, uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, Sam, Sam, such and such, yep. Sam such and such from Freedom Eagle uh, you know, you know, some fucking right wing goon shit. Yeah. Freedom Eagle dot, you know, fucking info that bullshit. But yeah, so yeah, that might, um, yeah, that might. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that. Yeah, we can. Um, Where do we start though for the week of? Let, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. I think the only, the only place we can start is Saudi Arabia, um, our favorite place to visit. So, I mean, the, the, the news, the wrestling news, is is the the events from the Crown Jewel pay per view. Most notably, Brock beating Cain Velasquez in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Fury, you know, beating Braun Strowman in a match, but only kind of beating him because Braun Strowman was fine afterwards. That's a weird kind of kind of thing. And then. Um, you know, the Bean beating Seth Rollins in uh, a Falls Count Anywhere match in a very physical, very violent match. Um, you know, I think that we need to discuss Natalia and Lacey Evans at length for non-wrestling reasons, but I think that's for later in the show. Um, okay. But let's talk about the fallout after the show. So, you got conflicting reports. You have reports of Vince getting into it with one of the princes about not being paid. Um, Vince storming off with a certain member of the, uh, with, you know, a certain amount of people behind the scenes and a certain amount of wrestlers being able to leave. And then the majority of the roster actually being stranded. Uh, for what they was told was a mechanical error being sent back to their hotel um, for almost a day. With all food. the food and, and luxury that they could have. Yeah, do what you want that. while you're here. Um, you know, you had a lot of wrestlers treating, uh, tweeting, you know, cryptic tweets about frustration and Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy. Never, again. never again. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of detail how they, which, which tells me that, you know, like these are all adults. Like Travis, they are more or less our age. You know, they've seen, they've all seen more of the world than we have, you know, at least on a physical, sure. a physical sense. Um, mm-hmm. They've been in a position where they're not allowed to talk about things are not ex- expected not to talk about things that, you know, we kind of take for granted. With all that said, they, they, what they weren't saying was saying a lot. I said to, to us. Um, and ultimately, they ended up missing SmackDown. Um, everyone who did not make that first fight out, which led to a number of things. Um, it, it was said to be a show ran pretty much by Triple H, if not exclusively by Triple H. Um, Brock comes out. Brock quits Friday Night SmackDown. Um, After a long, drawn-out promo by Paul Heyman. By Paul Heyman, yeah, where he told us he was Jewish. Um, and, and it made sense that, that if anybody could do something like that, it was Brock Lesnar, because Brock Lesnar, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes, gets to do what he wants to do. He is a singular act, um, regardless of 
the tangible things, his boss considers him a singular act, and so he's treated as a singular act. Like he's he's insulated in things he can and can't do. So he quits to go to Monday Night Raw. Um, to Yeah, over the WWE title. So it looks like both world titles are on Monday Night Raw for the time being. Now, to get back to the show. Um, well, no, it doesn't. Because Bray is a snake down there. The universal well, champion. The universal, true. And it's not Friday yet, so they could very well handle it like that. And you're correct. I'm thinking about the universal title typically belonging to Raw. And now, the SmackDown title being held by somebody who quit the show. But you're, you're correct in that he has the title, so it does not define that. Now, as far as what happened on the show, um, we had an NXT takeover. Um, quite literally. You know, Shayna Baszler yeah, yeah. coming out of the Kathy Bailey. Um, you have... And Sasha. Matt, uh, hey, Bailey and Sasha. You have Matt Riddle and Keith Lee um, attacking Sami Zayn. You know, you have this... You have uh, Tommaso Ciampa basically saying he's a better Miz than Miz. Um, the two of them, you know, competing in a match with Ciampa winning clean. And Daniel Bryan challenging Adam Cole. Well, first challenging Triple H, but turning into challenging Adam Cole for the uh, NXT Championship as the main event of SmackDown. Adam Cole winning clean in what might be my new contender for TV match of the year. Mm. Um, yeah, just a strong showing by the NXT brand to really hype up the idea of Survivor Series being a bragging rights of sorts between all three brands. Um you know, Monday night back into it. I don't think Monday has the same talking points outside of a really, really great Shayna Baszler, uh, Becky Lynch promo. Like, just great. Um, at the park, you know? Totally. Um, and now like, we have... A money promo. Or money interaction. It wasn't yeah, promo. yeah. Which, yeah, just Shayna being all the things that I think she is. She had a great showing throughout the week. Um, and, and then... Me personally, you know, I get to look forward to a Survivor Series, War Raiders, The Revival, and Undisputed Era, Fish and Orion. Um, yeah, just uh, a lot of bad stuff in the week, uh, because we didn't even talk about how somehow this turmoil in Saudi Arabia leads to them basically forming up an extension on their deal to have two televised shows, uh, two promoted televised shows that I should say for you. Which I'm, oh, yeah. not, I'm not completely clear on, like what, is, what that means. Yeah. It like they were already having two shows, but it wasn't promoted as having two a year, something to that effect. So is there extra years on the deal or extra dates on the deal, yes or no? Um, I want to say it's the same length, but mm-hmm. an extra. Okay, or are they maybe turning existing dates into like when you say TV, like over there TV. Well, when I say TV, I'm sorry, I mean you know broadcasted events like on the network. Oh, but they all are. Well, yeah, but that that I'm I'm just basically going by the length. Yeah, because they might have been working off of it. Might have been off the love, you know, that second date. 
because they promote the crown jewels and they broadcast them. I, when you were saying TV, I'm like, wait, they weren't broadcasting them over in Saudi? Like, seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> but, okay. Well, I'm sure I'll firm that up sooner than later. Still. Um, yeah, so what we've also gotten is there a lot of we talk about this every few months. It comes up when things are going on, no matter what it is. But there are a lot of sassy wrestlers on Twitter right now. WWE, WWE wrestlers. A lot of sassy wrestlers. You know, showing their ass. And I think Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and those types being, and Corey Graves being so. I don't want to say over the top, but just, I guess, staunch in their, like, defense of WWE and the situation and the uh, Saudi, uh, the whole thing. I, I think that's making the undercard guys and the guys that aren't as valued take it up a little, uh, take it up a notch. Yeah. Because they're like, but these fucking yeah, guys mean, over there just... They're fine. They're going to eat either way. This shit goes sideways. I'm going to fucking work for a company that's literally on the you know on the wrong side of history in a in a in a in a, in a, in a geopolitical way, not just you know whatever you know issues we've had with WWE and F over the last 30, mm-hmm. 40, 50 years. That's all just TV entertainment stuff here, Americana shit, but. Trying to work for a place that's caught up in some goddamn geopolitical bullshit propaganda stuff that's clearly propaganda to this, you know, fucking theocrat, uh, 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 theocracy, fucking monarchy. Yeah, and, yeah, and that I mean, was that was a Saudi flex having them, uh, uh, stuck over there like that, like they didn't know they had to be back and 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 do a thing, and which I meant to talk about last week. Like that, this is gonna be this is crazy. Just cutting it so close, even if everything goes smooth as far as you know, yeah. it's just still like why would you cut? Why would you uh, have guys wrestling in Saudi Arabia and then the next night they're on a Thursday and have a have a live show fresh? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. That money talks. And then this is another aspect of that. So apparently salaries are going down for that trip. Yeah. So the like, the whole incentive that – I mean, it, I don't understand. It's like WWE is like, what are you, fucking stupid? This is when you st- – this is the time to pay people off, you fucking morons. Bonus. Like this, like, like yeah. you're, you're you're just being cheap because we all know you're flush with money, all this blood money and various money. So it's not that you don't have it. You're just being cheap, trying to keep even more of it. If you it's were paying these guys off, like the whole point was, hey, we got these big payoffs. It's Saudi. Don't worry about it. You can set your fucking, you know, whatever for you know. You could make major life decisions based off of one date. You're making one date. And that's so tempting. I, as my all my values, I'm not sure I could turn that down. Um, 
just like being able to do the same thing I normally do as a job and get, you know, 10, 20, 50 times, whatever, you know, more. Damn, I'm willing to sacrifice some fucking morals and dignity to do it. And so I, so whole, I, so I get it. But, um, to, but to take that incentive away <laughs> after, after like this big incident that everybody's talking about and going to be talking about for years to come, the next trip is going to be so fraught. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Whenever they go, in February or whatever, it's going to be so tense. And, yeah, they're going to be out of their minds if they think this is uh, going to turn it out and work out well for them. You see they're setting themselves up for six months or a year from now not being able to run that show because 75% of the people that they want to go over there are going to say no. And you see, like an hour ago, the story broke about the Saudi Arabian government having a, a troll infiltrate Twitter. Like the Department of Justice just indicted them for that. An hour ago. A troll or like a troll a farmhouse or some shit? Troll farm. Yes. Yeah. You're a farm. Yeah. Right? Shit. And, and again, it's not that you don't know. Because you know. <laughs> it's not that you don't know. It's that you choose to ignore it for problems. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and I mean, I understand not everyone is in a in a position to turn down that money. And again, probably the firmest thing that I can say about it um, is that, like, it, it's great to be in the position of a Daniel Bryan, um, a Kevin Owens, a Sami Zayn, where you're not worried about that affecting, you know, your livelihood. Like, that's great. But like you said... Or it might, but not not too... It's not detrimental. Because I believe it's affected Sammy and Kevin for sure. Oh, yeah. The fact that they even have to work for somebody who would ride with that. I I can... You know it hurts a Sammy Zane. Like, it has to. No, 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 no. I mean, I think it's affected their... I think it's affected their stature and their standing in the company. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, which, which, which is even cooler that they're willing to stand firm in their convictions. And that's right. really cool. It really is. And, um, and then yeah. what you said is also true. Then they feel some kind of way, and you know they got to look themselves in the mirror, and they go, you know, five more years or whatever to count down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the thing is, they stagger. Yeah. So... Like you said, like this next year, because everybody has access to more information and more people are telling people things, like they're going to have less people on that trip. Um, they're going to have to resort to more gimmicks, more Undertakers and Goldbergs and DXs. Yeah. And whoever the fuck they can get that's willing to, you know, Kurt Angle. Which, it should be for them anyway, in, in the sense of. You know, how dare, you know, Ali not make as much money as he could in his career because 
somebody feels a way toward him for making that trip. Now, he still has, he's still, you know, independent. Like, he can still do what he wants to do. But I don't want to see anybody newer lose long term when somebody older who doesn't give a fuck can just go out and, you know, get their money and be done. Go out and have the yeah. terrible match that you've been having, you know, on the internet yeah. for however long and just get out of here. All right, here's 200 grand. Thank you for, you know, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. And I mean, really, before we, I guess before we get into callers and emails, I mean, we have, you know, we have an hour. Um, let's talk really quick about Natalia and Lacey. Yeah, um, so, like, have you seen Soul of the Game? No, but it's a sports you know, Jackie Robinson, Satchel Page, and all them. No, yes, I, I, yes, but I, no, I have not seen it. Yeah, so I mean, and you're familiar with the story. So, I mean, yes, you know, we talk about how hard it was for a Jackie Robinson, you know, getting into, uh, you know, Major League Baseball, the things he had to deal with that nobody should deal with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like we know how bad all that is. This is not that. In fact, we have to firmly state that this is not that. Um, is it a cool thing to be the first women to wrestle in a country where women have never wrestled before? Sure. Sure. Is it a cool thing? Something being a cool thing and something being something to hang your hat on are very different things. Like, Mariah Carey has performed in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, I don't know for sure, but that sounds tell about me, right. Tell me your favorite female Saudi Arabian pop star. <laughs> Do they exist? They don't exist. They're not real. Uh, like, that's why they got to get Mariah Carey to go over there and sing a song. Look at, like, Look at a Mia Khalifa from Lebanon, right? Yeah, her ethnicity. Receiving death threats from from the Lebanese for the things she chose to do. Okay, so like Mariah Carey being a huge star, having one of the very best voices of anybody all time, who makes who makes sixty two million dollars so far off of a song that only plays between November first. And December the 31st. $62 million. Mariah Carey has not made it possible for one single Saudi Arabian woman to be a pop star. And the royal family values being able to see Mariah Carey. They do not value having people from their country like Mariah Carey. Like, it's not the same thing. Like, Natalia and, and Lacey wrestling was an empty gesture because there are no Saudi Arabian wrestling schools that allow women. Like, they, they don't exist. And so, well, this idea they could counter, but the point is, okay. they would say their point is they don't exist yet. Right? Like, I would say, yeah, hovercrafts don't exist yet. Nobody's, you know, put out a pamphlet for me. Start help them build one. Like you can always say this thing is on its way unless other things have not been on their way. Who's in the studio right now, Trav? Who is in the studio in Saudi Arabia? 
like it's empty. People go over there and perform all the time for the royal family from various countries and, and, and backgrounds <clears throat> and beliefs, and it does not lead to other people getting chances. There's no evidence of it happening. So, right. Like, this is just a way to, to do exactly what you said. It's a way to present that counterpoint as an empty platitude to people who would ignore actual facts in history. Like, it's not a real thing until it's a real thing, but just like we talk about with, um, and not just like, because they're not the same thing, so I don't want to pretend like they are, but just like Rich asking Tony Khan, hey, when are you going to get some, some black singles wrestlers? And Tony Khan saying, um, by the end of the year. I'm looking at the calendar right now, and it's November the 6th. So every day that I say they don't have them, them, you know, saying they're coming, it doesn't mean anything until you do it. It means nothing until you do it. Any criticism that a person has of you um, that involves something you have not accomplished yet, you can't combat that criticism until you do it. You can say, shut the fuck up, and maybe they will, but the criticism is valid until you do something to prove it otherwise. It just is. Yeah, but they get him and Hall about that's not how change happens. Especially in a and you know, especially in a place like as rigid and and, and, and you know, as Saudi Arabia is. Like you can't expect Then why wasn't it then why wasn't it Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey? That's my question. Uh, yeah. If it's about showcasing that, then you put your very best foot forward. And it's no disrespect to a Natalia who is the glue of that women's division. Um, is damn near the Vince Carter of the whole thing. Um, and, and Lacey Evans, who has worked hard in her act and seems to want to get better. Like, it's not a knock on them at all. If the idea is to present something to people to where they have to start to alter their perception, it ain't with Natalia and Lacey Evans. It's just not. No. Like, okay, there's a reason Mariah Carey was over there, Travis, and not... Uh, I don't know who's a, who's a bad white singer, and not I don't. I, Demi Lovato is fine, but Demi Lovato ain't no damn white right kid. Yeah, if they're gonna do things, they're they're gonna do get the top stuff. They don't. Yeah, somebody tried to make the uh, make a comparison about Cody not going to Saudi Arabia. I was like, fam, Cody and fucking AEW aren't invited. To Saudi Arabia, I'm acting like this is this is they don't have free and open ports, you know, to use a. You know, you're not here. Like you're not. It's not like AEW deciding not to go there. Yeah, no, yeah. They're not into basic shit. Yeah, Demi Lovato's not invited to Saudi Arabia because nobody. Yeah. And other people that want want a luxurious pop star uh, 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 extravaganza experience, they're not coming to Disney about it. So yeah, but yeah, um, was there? Weren't, weren't you going to start open your, let's say, writing career? I didn't think you've written before, plenty, but weren't you going to start with that? But you went with the Seth Rollins. 
Yeah, yeah, because it, it was more like me being able to talk about the Seth Rollins stuff and not have to um, go up and dig like a bunch of examples of, of people performing in Saudi and it not being it not changing things. It was just like I should start off lighter with a conversation, not with not me dictating something. So, right, it's something purely yeah. wrestling. Like it's a wrestling thing. It's a, his his relationship with the fans, his relationship with the media about the hit the job he does. You know, Lacey and Natty wrestling in Saudi is that's a whole like social, political, geopolitical kind of <laughs> conversation that like, oh hey, hey, I'm Cameron Hawkins. Uh introducing himself. So yeah, if we could I mean we can talk about that really quick. Um j- just about uh the Seth Rollins thing. So Seth Rollins comes out Monday doesn't know he feels rudderless right now. Isn't sure which direction to go. Um, Triple H comes out, references you know their history, how whenever whenever Seth has kind of been in a rut, he's been able to turn to Triple H, and it's worked out for him. You know, which leads to him offering him a spot in NXT. Seth not saying yes, not saying no. Um, and so he's kind of the wild card in all this. But to bring that back, there was a rumor that Seth Rollins on um, whether it was on the plane or in the locker room or something. Basically trying yeah. to rally the troops, saying, like, yo, we keep family business and family business. Um, it was reported, and it was actually proven false. And ultimately, um, you know, Dave Meltzer uh, retracted Was it ultimately proven false, or was a, a detail of where it happened or something was proven false? Because it, seemed that, like it, the, it seemed like that never happened. Is how oh, the whole thing. Okay, okay. Um, and so your day was like, yo, we want to retract that. Retracted it on Twitter, retracted it through the site. Um, and really all I talked about was, you know, the relationship between, you know, fan and journalist and how, you know, people do view WWE as a cause in a lot of cases. And they think that people who are journalists are trying to get over and look to create their own information and, and, just Travis, in the conversations we've had with people, we know that there are, you know, Brad Shepherds and Vince Russo's in the world, but most people really ain't that. You know, like, so it's kind of a rough line that I think people like you and I walk where we're not really, you know, we don't really have one foot all the way in either of those doors, but we do, we exist in both spaces. And so it was just really about about that. Um, and, and guys, I know I'm kind of dancing around this. Um, I am going to write probably a weekly column for uh, fan-sided, um, their, their wrestling uh, imprint, Daily DDT. Um, so I'm probably going to write for them once a week um, just to try to start some new conversations. They approached me about it so for some reason due to Twitter. And I'm like, if you read my Twitter, why would you ever want me to represent your brand? But whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be once a week. Um, you know, a thousand words or less if I can make that happen. Everybody's been super supportive. I've already found an editor that I like to work with. So, you know, we're just trying to do as much stuff as possible to, to get these wrestling ideas out. And, um, yeah, man, here we are. Sweet. Uh, my hardest thing white uh, writing weekly was finding something to, to write about. I cared enough to put, you know, 800,000 words to. Yeah, yeah. And that that's why... I told them even when I did it, I was like, weekly is going to have to be the thing because anything more than that, I'll be burnt out. Um, and I already like, like 
the boost down already didn't happen this week because of stuff like that. Like, you know, like certain stuff's going to fall by the wayside. But I think that the conversation that you and I have, like in our group chat and the stuff that we have on Twitter, even if it's not related to something that's happening right now, I think I can come up with something once a week. Um, firm. So, you know, we'll see how long it lasts. And if I don't write once a week, their quote is only once a month. So, you know, we'll be good. Yeah. Um, now, have you anywhere talked about the actual, besides like just with pals with, with later on any audio, have you talked about the uh, current NXT uh, takeover invasion stuff that's happening? Not at all. Like, like, and that is, I don't say that's a credit to AEW, but AEW existing, like, really does, you know, I don't catch every single thing NXT says now, or I have to go back and look for it, is kind of a thing. But, um, yeah, like, the confirmed match right now, uh, it's going to be the first ever women's war games. Um, it was Shayna Baszler, Yoshirai, Bianca Belair, and one more participant against Ray Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox is one more participant. Um, off the rip, I'm assuming that one's going to be me and him. Um, probably on the face side. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the heel side, um, and who are you think? I don't know on the he- on the heel side because it's just there's no natural, there's no uh, nothing I can think of. So I don't know if they would go to NXT UK to bring mm-hmm. like. Jenny or somebody over. I don't know if that would make that doesn't make sense. Like for war games, like the whole point is, oh yeah, I've been feuding for weeks and months, and you know, hey, here's Cage and two rings. Mm-hmm. So, so throwing somebody that's just completely new doesn't make any sense. So I I I don't know. I, but I honestly can say I haven't thought a ton about it. But there's not. Yeah, just I like mean, a, I was thinking maybe. Instead of me and Yim having uh, a, a raw uh, or a main two main roster a main roster heel and a main roster baby, uh, baby face, and somebody made a point like you can't distinguish you can't call NXT not main roster anymore. So yeah. I think the terminology is going to have to evolve. Um, put a put a Sasha in there. Like it would have to be some. Well, she's. Hurt. I don't know, legit or just you know, kayfabe. But yeah, she is hurt. Um, I mean, you got you have Ember Moon, who that crowd's gonna go crazy for if she comes down. Um, but it, I was thinking people that are already like, like feuding. I don't know if that would make that, that would throw everything off. Is captaining, you know, a takeover the night before. She gets in there, triple threat with Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting. For for more than just that feud, for or that and like because they expect you to watch both now, you know, like they're gonna they're gonna put a fast one Becky in there. Wait, how would they do that? Crowd would go nuts. They would go crazy if Becky's a force. And they do it, you know, they do it like war games, 
everybody comes out. Uh, Shepherd. Everybody start. comes out. Yeah, one after another. Timer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's the last one. Oh, they'll go crazy. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Man, talk about that promo. Talking to speaking of Becky. Yeah, her and uh, her and Shayna. I mean, it was just like it wasn't two people who hate each other. It was two people who know that they need to beat the other one to be the best. Like I feel like Becky thinks that, and Shayna thinks that, and them treating it like it's their first ever interaction. I think was great. Um, you know, glad to finally have met you. Like sizing each other up like that. I love the confidence in that room. Like I really do. The problem is, like, you know, it's it's a triple threat, and like yeah. they even, ex- I feel like they even feel like we have to acknowledge that this is the feud, that this is the battle, but we need to make sure they talk in a way where they know there's a third person, but they need to focus on the, on each other. Like it was super meta how they did it. I think it was I mean, the best way to do it, but like. Brock Lesnar isn't in a triple threat. He's fighting Rey Mysterio. Right. So <laughs> right, I don't right. think yeah, they're going to yeah. do Adam Cole and the Fiend. You know, hey, that I don't yeah. know. But, like, yeah. I, I would just... Now, now, hell, if they wanted to do Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, and Seth Rollins, um, that could be crazy. Um, For the NXT time? Yeah, I mean, I know Brian lost clean, but, you know, what does losing clean mean anymore? Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, they yeah. If they do the thing with, not if, they're, they're the triple threat, and they, they've got to use, it's a perfect opportunity. And, uh, no, 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 no. With, I'm talking about the women. With Becky and, and, and Shayna. And them kind of, and Bailey's kind of the third, the third in the feud. Don't, don't shy away from that aspect, right? Like that's a whole thing for Bailey to be, this new Bailey to be bitter about and to use in her, you know, going forward with her heel character. Like she gets, and she's been know, tweeting about it actually. Like she's yeah, she, like, yo, yeah, I'm like I'm not here. I've been beating y'all. Don't forget, I'm the only one that told all these titles, you fucking assholes. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, all these titles. So stop it. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, instead of uh, uh, running away from it or trying to play that part down, it's like, you can't, so you're going to look mm-hmm. foolish for trying to, so don't use it and get everything out of it that you can't. Everybody's already thinking it, so just go with it. Yep. So, um, yeah, so we could could maybe something with Cole at the pay-per-view at at Survivor Series and the tag stuff, but it's only one set of quote-unquote main roster uh, tag teams, right? Yeah. It's, it's right. Only, uh, 
Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 wait. Because it's... It's it's both. It's uh it's in the uh it's, no, it's all three, that's what I'm saying. It's uh yeah. Revival, War Raiders, uh Undisputed Era. I just like, forgot that revival was tag champs. <laughs> that's like that's yeah, where I yeah, was. Yeah, for real, right? Yeah. Um and, and you know, Xavier being hurt, maybe it doesn't go that way, but man, I, I can't you know, we don't have American Alpha anymore, Travis, but man, like that is like, this is the match you want to see, you know, like, it's, whatever's going on with the Usos, like, man, I, you know, you can't, you can only feel bad for guys for so long, you know, um, this would be an opportunity for them to get in there with, you know, War Raiders and them to get in there with Undisputed Era, like, that would be great, but this is, this is still right there, I still think that much of the revival, but man, like, to me, it's, it's the largest audience Kyle O'Reilly is ever going to be in front of, and he has not missed on a pay-per-view. He has not missed. Like, this is yeah. going to be so fun. If they let them go out there and get 12 minutes, like, I want 20, but let them go out there and get 12 minutes, and it is going to be so good. Like, for the first time in who knows how long, I feel, like, dedicated to being home when the show starts. To see this, mm. I'm probably still going to be at the bar, but I feel mm. dedicated, Travis. I yeah. feel. Yeah. Dedicated. Let's um, let's move things on. Let's 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 go to one of these emails we've gotten this week, and uh, and, and start things out. What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, so now Brock can just quit a show and bring the belt with him. So he decides to quit Raw, uh, and he can go to NXT. I know, I know that would never. I know that would never happen. Uh, but it's like, what the fuck? Now he just does whatever he wants. I mean, he always kind of has. Uh, at what point is this Brock shit going to be over with? Uh, I'm at the end. I'm at the end with him, only because nothing is different about him. Plus, we know that. He'll never. He'll have the belt for the next five months. I don't see Ray beating him. Yeah, I mean that's what Seth basically said. Like son of a bitch, everything I did the last year to see for naught. And yeah, it was. Uh, I'm sure you watched that promo uh, to Brian and like, yeah, that's what I've been saying. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, yeah. he's gonna do what he wants to do. Like that—that's—that's that's been established, and, and I'm—I'm right there with him. But you know, that's in story and in real life, that's the guy they make concessions for. So I have less of a problem of that playing out on camera. Um, but yeah, it's just to me, it's just what it is. Yeah. You do know he's probably going to have that title to and maybe through WrestleMania. I don't know. Maybe somebody. I don't. I don't. I don't know if there's any. Is there a big time Brock Lesnar match left for WrestleMania? I mean, they took it. <laughs> they took it with Kane, man. They took it. Um, no. Yeah. Watch, watch Rey Mysterio beat him at Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because, I mean, look, who who his best match has been against the last couple of years? Daniel Bryan. Smaller guys, yeah. Finn Balor. At Survivor Series, too. (laughs) A couple of them have been at Survivor Series. He might have that respect for Ray, to where they really go out there and do some work. No, don't strap him to a <laughs> to a board uh, and then board and they do some the repos. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeBron continues. Can y'all see in any way uh, that Seth goes back to NXT or should he go back to NXT? When did he write this? Oh, fourteen. Oh, okay, so he saw her off and then wrote this. Um, uh, should. Uh, is there any way he goes back to NXT or should he go back to NXT? It seems to me when I'm watching the show that the crowds are done with him right now. I mean, a little bit. I mean, he's, off, yeah. you know, like. Which would do him wonders. I, time off would do him wonders. They would appreciate him at, at NXT. Like they, they would definitely treat him, treat him better because the things that happen on the main roster, you know, wouldn't happen at that point. He's not going to be sent out there to say a bunch of stuff. He's not going to be put in situations that don't seem natural. Um, you know what I hate about it, though? <clears throat> and the reason I think they won't send him to NXT? For us as viewers, NXT is not a demotion. For the people who live in Seth Rollins' Twitter comments, it's a demotion. And if they don't see it like that, they'll announce it like that. And, and this is not at all a knock to the guy, but I don't think his ego is built for that. So like, you're saying the same fans that are up, hyped over Finn Balor at NXT would turn around and being Seth mentioned, like, ah, you been NXT, you bitch-ass loser. Because, because is that what you're Balor, it's, it's viewed, Finn Balor's move to NXT is viewed as him being freed. Finally, you know? yeah. Like that's that's the narrative. Exactly, that's the narrative. The narrative on Seth Rollins is you failed as champion. That's why you're here. Like, that's, and, and it's also kind of unfair. Real, but that's the narrative. So I can imagine Seth Rollins waking up um, halfway through the flight, turning his phone on because he bought the Wi-Fi, and people laughing at him for losing the Universal Title. Think about how much worse that gets if he's on NXT. It's just how people are. So. Can we see any way that Seth goes back to NXT? I'm not sure. Was that a yes or no? Yeah, but my answer is I, I really don't because I don't think management would put him in that position at this point. So I'm going to go in the opposite because uh, <laughs> because they would and go, you know what? You know, we were screwing up his career anyway. Well, no, I'm not, uh, not that NXT would screw up his career, but yeah, because of the reasons came to it. Yeah, but there, I could see... I can see there being, I can see there being negative reaction, not in the aha, you got, you failed as a champ, now you're back in the minor leagues, um, 
But a month in, he's taking Damian Priestley's uh, Priest's spot. Like, why is he? You know, what about Dijak? What about you know? And and they might have a point. It's different, and, and you know, you going back to the Finn example. Like, yeah, Finn ain't Seth. Finn hasn't been all over TV for the last three years like Seth. Finn ain't counting on like Seth. Finn ain't in with management like Seth. It's just a whole, and and everybody knows it. And it's just a whole different dynamic with the audience. So, like you said, the, the narrative around Finn is, ah, uh, free, free, my, 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 my Finn. Kind of thing, yeah. It, uh, so I'm gonna say, just like for real, for real, for real, for real, like no, I, I think they, I think they know all of these things too. And I think Seth's probably like, no, they don't eat me alive. Like NXT wouldn't like the NXT audience would. I can't if I win, I'd have to be a heel. <laughs> the NXT audience would be right to to boo him as soon as he, uh, you know. Stepped in the place. I don't even think he had to mess up a little bit or misstep. He's a champion a long time ago. They showed that picture and they showed that old ass belt. Like, fam, no. Yeah, like, with the with the NXT on it. Which I like personally, but whatever. People didn't like. I like the X Division title and those so next physical title belt shit. Um. <laughs> But that's like, what, four generations of NXT ago? At least. Depends on how how you – it certainly was obviously six, seven years. No, more than seven, eight years. Like 13, 12. Uh, But, yeah, yeah. it's a long, long time. That full-sale crowd. It's not the same fans. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, thanks to Brian for the email. Appreciate you, as always. Let's, uh, oh, shit. I don't know. What is it? The, the, the time, uh, the time, time change uh, dark outside? Time change got you. Yo, I'm livid about this every year. It's like it's new, but it sucks. It's already, you know, I mean, 6.30, it's already piss black out. Um, yeah, even like my, my uh, on the Red Dead Daily Challenges, you have till, in Central Time, you have till 1, 1 a.m. to uh, to do to do the Daily Challenges to continue your streak and shit. And I almost got fucked over last night. <laughs> so I was like, did I do the Daily Challenge? But yeah. And I chimed, I signed on, it was like 12, 15. I was like, I got, I got 45 minutes to do one if I didn't. I ended up doing one. <laughs> it was like, oh, you continued your street. And I just realized, like, oh, shit, if I didn't, anyway, I think y'all figured it out. But, um, yeah, I, the time is, I'm going to blame the time change on why we don't have no jam. Nobody putting up their hand in the queue. Uh, y'all don't fuck around and have a 40-minute derail segment. And 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 then the, I'm gonna be getting tweets like, where, where why'd the rail take over the show? Like, fan, that's just because because that was necessary. So, 
And he don't even have his hand up, so I don't even know if he's ready yet. He might still be, you know, <laughs> blasting his traps or something. You know. uh, but I'm coming to him anyway. Brody him right on the show. Oh. Darrell, what's happening? I hope we ain't catch you at a bad time. What's good, Trav? What's good, Tim? How y'all doing today, man? You. Doing well. All right. Yeah, man. Y'all call me soon. I'm walking up out of the gym. <laughs> I was nice. about to put my hand up. Well, good. Every year, this, uh, every year this time, yeah. I bring that gear, bro. Yeah, every year this time, man. All right. Y'all um, lose people, man. Is that what happened? They've been keeping track? Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. Did we get them back in April? Is that what happened? <laughs> what the fuck? Yep, wow, well, maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be on the game, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Oh, man, y'all people, man, this this week right here been kind of interesting. I know y'all were talking about that um, invasion, but, shoot, I don't think – I ain't, I liked it, but I kind of didn't like it. I don't want NXT to mess up their booking since they booking been getting kind of straight to get into this foolishness of which is called Survivor Series Battle of the Brand. When it need to be um, – did they yeah, have a place you call Battle of the Brand? Battleground. Yeah. Yeah, Battleground. Uh, Dragon Rights. Dragon Rights. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and when Dragon Rights came out, they were like, yeah, man, so why are y'all doing this like three months before Survivor Series? Like, I don't know. And they had all had good points. They were like, we're going to do it anyway. And never brought it back because reasons. It was stupid. Yes. <laughs> Those reasons. Because <laughs> I just like, I prefer y'all to set up story that um you would need people to set up um Survivor Series teams like they did back in the day when they first introduced this type of stuff instead of having this um, brand loyalty type of Crap, uh, uh, shit, because uh, I don't want to say crap, I want to say shit. Uh, so, you know, it can advance different stuff, and at least you can have stories coming off of the uh, Survivor Series matches from different people, and you can continue on to get you to the Rumble, but, you know, this events and stuff like that. And I was reading Cam's um, new job that he got. Um, write articles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if yeah. I, I don't know if I hopped on late and y'all didn't talk about it already. Uh, because you were talking about Seth. Uh, what what are y'all whole situation on this Seth thing and him coming at um Dave and um uh, making Dave recant his statements and stuff like that after they had everybody what? going in on Seth about rah rah. Did he make uh Dave recant or did like did? Truth of everything, Dave, as a journalist, he came at Dave and and, and oh sure, Dave, well, I, mean, I, I get um, it, but you can't go. Well, I mean, again, so he he got Dave to realize what the truth was, and that I mean, it's not like he, it's just words matter, and it's not like he strong armed him into doing it. He's like, hey, no, this is what happened, and this this isn't what happened, and and Dave said, y'all, I, here's the, I messed up, and here's you know, that didn't happen, the thing I reported. 
That's a little different from he made him. <laughs> I thought it was more of a strong arm. <laughs> no, it it's only a strong arm, arm if, if the thing happened and he got Dave to not tell the truth. That's the only way it's a strong arm. If Seth it's not a strong arm. It's Dave being a corporate journalist and doing the thing that you do if you have integrity as a journalist. I know. Yeah, but it was just pretty interesting because, you know, people go crazy. They they read the stuff and then they go crazy. Um, they clowning him about the raw raw type of stuff. And I was never the type of person who um was against um self and I know he has some Twitter blunders. But yeah, you're gonna have Twitter blunders if you're trying to defend um the lines that they put you in and you're trying to be the company guy to um you're trying to get kids to come up because you don't found a way the, oh, now I can be the number one spot since um, the, num- the number one guy had a, a slip up, which wasn't his fault. But now I can get it, so I can do what I can to get it. And yeah, you're going to fuck up trying to defend stupid stuff that Vince has, so I never speak against him. But you know, I, I understand some people look at Twitter and then want to take it against him and try to make it seem like he'll dweeb in person and stuff like that because he basically trying to defend a character that's not really defendable and you really can't say that or you're not going to get the spot that you're looking for. So, like, to go back to Dave real quick, isn't it a bigger deal that uh, I mean, I guess not to wrestling fans, but like if you're, I mean, it's a big deal now that to me, that Dave has a somebody just flat out lied to him and said this thing happened, and if it just didn't happen, you got a bad source. And I don't know if I could be able to trust that source anymore if I'm Dave Meltzer. If somebody told you, oh, Seth stood up and gave this awkward rah-rah speech and and gave you points that you know that he made into the that he made during the the, the, the talk and everything, like they went out of their way to make you look. Stupid, Dave. I guess that's something to go on audio and talk about if you're yeah, Dave and you just hand, handle it internally as a company and as a, you know, writing team or whatever they do, but I can't help that makes you think think about that part. Doesn't this make y'all um, think this also that he don't go and fact check his sources like most um, you think no. journalists do, like before I report no, it? Um, not, you so, can't... <laughs> No, you, you can't allow somebody to, that messes up because this is a, this is a source thing. Like, again, the, it's obvious that somebody lied. This isn't something that – how do you fact-check this, especially if you have somebody that you, you, you trust to tell you the truth? You know, that's why you have to then take care of that immediately. Like, that can't be a source anymore. Like you can't have untrustworthy sources because people like Darrell will go, well, you messed up that one time. Now your whole 30-plus year career is in not saying that you're doing it, but, you know. Well, yeah, so I, I, I ain't saying he messed up that one time. I was just, you know, saying. Oh, no, he's messed up more than one time. You can look at I'm, it not, that I'm, I'm not trying to say we're putting on, this, on some platform. I don't even particularly fuck with Dave. I don't read his shit. I don't, but I'm also not day-to-day minutia wrestling guy. Um uh, so, yeah, I I just yeah I don't I I, I dis- disagree with the strong arm word and uh, phrase and uh, yeah Dave's gotta take care of that shit. 
know. But in this in today's society, you know, people don't be caring about that. They believe what um the um the guy in the big house be saying and he lie all the time and they and they say his words like it's um gospel like it's a gospel so yeah, which is why if you got a half a fucking ounce of integrity, is that's when you go even harder with making sure your shit is, uh, you know, stand, you know, stands up against everything. Yeah. So, but other than that, you know, um, I know y'all were talking about um that promo between um. Shayna and um, Becky, and mm-hmm. that was like one of the best things I've seen on TV outside of that Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole match. Um, I think that build that up in the hottest line in there to me was when Shayna told her, hey, one thing about me, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, not I'm not the other woman. I'm not Ronda, so... <laughs> You're you going to need I mean, to be wondering what you want me to do. Tap you out or pin you. And which arm I'm going to, which body part I'm going to take to tap you out with. So I love that, that whole little line sequence. Mm-hmm. I guess, but can't, I mean, she didn't, and that's not really the, it's, it's to put, like she, it's like Shayna needed to get over it in that instance, and Becky had her, her on her comeback, and it didn't need to be so harsh. But I was like, yeah, but Rhonda's better than you. What are you talking about? Ooh, like, I want to know. I want to say that. But why do I know Ronda Rousey's name and not Shayna Baszler's outside of professional wrestling? Well, Ronda Rousey start in another in another sport, but I want to say she would be considered um, better. Oh, okay. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, drawing a line, firm line between wrestling, pro wrestling, and MMA. I'm. I'm saying if Shane is the, if she, you know, if you're not Ronda Rousey, like, well, Ronda's a way better MMA fighter and bigger star than you, and I beat her the fuck up. So, like, okay. Yeah. But again, and that, that's not the moment to, to say that because you're trying to, you know, you have a different comeback than something so obvious and, and, and kind of harsh. Um, the one issue I had with that, and it wasn't even an issue once I thought a, a bit about it, was the the cuts and how, but it's like, well, no, this was an interview, so why shouldn't they have two and three cameras? Right, because when they stood up. Shot, yeah. Like when, 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 when Shayna first came in the shot and all you saw was like her, her arm, the bottom of her title and like the studs on her jacket, which I thought was great. But it just was like, this is very cinematic. And like, you know, but that was the shot. That was a, she walked into the shot. Yeah, she paused for a few seconds, but whatever. It just, I, 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 once I, I thought about it, I was like, well, it was a production. They had, this wasn't the thing where they took a limb, you know, like how they do, they take like why is there a camera in the fucking limo that we didn't that the person didn't know was going to be you know that kind of shit they do the overproduced stuff uh let's go for a ride teddy the fucking camera right there to see teddy long's face <laughs> why is there a camera in there you didn't expect you know did undertake a freaking camera so it's like you start asking all these questions they didn't uh it was a production set they were on it and it made sense to have it kind of um, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I thought Becky was. I thought Becky was. I thought she held her ground. Like I was, 
Yeah, I thought both. I thought they did a great job of both women looked great, and like it was all positive. Like no one, t- she didn't tear Becky down. Becky didn't try to tear her down. It was just I'm better. I'm gonna tap you out. No, no, I'm better. I'm gonna beat your ass. And um, but also nice to meet you. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was really good and definitely was one of the maybe the best thing on TV this week outside of a outside of a match. Outside of a specific match. But yeah. I would I would like to ask y'all this question now. Um, Bailey got a response. Bailey got a response on fire from uh Friday, fam. And she got a with, with maybe with Sasha standing next to her, like kind of just arms crossed, doing like mm-hmm, chiming in a little bit, but just there as support. And Bailey looks into that camera and for forty five straight seconds tells, you know, why she shouldn't be forgettable and just look aside and all that and use get get some fucking out out some righteous indignation in her voice. Like with Jericho uh, uh cut that promo on uh, I think it was on The Rock when everybody was uh t- when the Royal Rumble was coming up and it was Rock versus Jericho for the undisputed title and everybody's coming up to Rock like I'm gonna win the Royal Rumble and face you at WrestleMania. Like bitch <laughs> She ain't win that shit. You fucking mean? <laughs> Jericho got on that stage and was like, "Shut up, shut up." When Jericho Rock tried to cut him off and do his cutesy shit, you shit, you son of a bitch. You, you will not look past me, you son of a bitch. Woo! I felt that. <laughs> That's I probably became an absolute Jericho fan in that moment. Uh, yeah, like Bailey needs some of that in her. Uh, uh, coming up uh, Friday. I have they don't have a lot of time to promote, the, to promote Survivor Series, so they got a, only got three weeks. Go should Bailey win that? Should Bailey win that, or um, should you do it the uh, other way and you let um, you let Becky win, and they mm-hmm. since they bringing up Ronda name and stuff like that, you have her return at the end of Survivor Series. Yeah, since the money is that Bailey's not the money act. They're not going to lean on her in that way. The crowd doesn't see her in that way. So if anybody's going to eat a pen, it's it's probably going to be Bailey. You do, you you do, you protect her in the finish. You don't have her just go out there look like a chump. Um, But she's going to be the one to do the job. And then you keep Bailey, and then you keep Becky, Ron, uh, Becky, Shayna one on one. You know, you still have a thing between them. Nobody pinned anybody. Nobody tapped nobody. There's no way they could have one of them beat the other in that match. There's just no fucking way. That's just too much money on the line later <laughs> down the you know six months from now. Uh, fucking Shayna could relinquish her title. And win the Royal Rumble in January and face Becky. For, I mean, that's something they could do with this as a setup and leading into that. You know, Becky's on this run. It's been a year and a half. Who can beat her? And Shayna does. Ronda couldn't. Shayna does. One on one. Don't have to be the main event because Shayna ain't Ronda. But yeah. And then again, like and okay, I said okay. earlier, with 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 Bailey use, using the indignation and how she gets treated as as fuel character fuel going forward, she'll still be the SmackDown women's champion 
going after Survivor Series. Um, so, just well, Bailey just wins, and they just don't uh, let that stop her. Use this and that as fuel. Out of all those triple threat matches that are going on on that show, which one do y'all think the best? Because I think the tag team match might be the best, especially with um, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly and um, Bobby Fish in there. And said they don't miss on pay-per-view, so... Uh... Yeah. O'Reilly's specifically. Like, Fish doesn't either, but, you know, he's got so much injury time, and then you've seen O'Reilly out there with, with Strong, too, as a part. Um, O'Reilly just does not miss. And the War Raiders, um, you know, as good as they are as a squash match, they're very good in, like, the 50-50 let's-go thing. Um, I thought them and Street Profits uh, would be one of the best, better NXT tag matches in recent memory. So, yeah, I, I think this is going to be really, really good. I mean, the Revival, as good as they are holding their own, like, you can imagine the quick tag stuff. Uh, with them working over Fish and O'Reilly, like this is going to be good. Yeah, um, but it's going to be a I, I really threat. So it's going to they're going to have that awkward one team standing on the apron hole thing. So I don't think it's going to be triple threat all the way through, like three men at a time. It's like no tag somebody in, right? And how they do it? I think it'll probably be two on two. Yeah. 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 Um, but then like. Again, with those guys, like, or you like, one on one in the in the ring, it'll be two legal men at a time. Like, like Eric and O'Reilly doing tag moves together, like that's gonna be a crazy match. That's gonna be really good. <laughs> that's not. Is that that's is that Thanksgiving Sunday or the Sunday before Thanksgiving? Sunday before Thanksgiving, I think. Okay. Yes, yeah, the twenty fourth, I think. Okay. <laughs> They give us at the end end of the month. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Those three different, um, three right. different yeah. groups of people, though. Three different types of styles. So, but yeah. Yeah, but, but, but that's they do complement each other. I think, like, um, you know, the revival is that is that throwback, quick tag, ground and pound, keep the guy in the corner. Um, you know, War Raiders is that. LOD powerhouse, but also super athletic movement. And then, I mean, who would you really equate O'Reilly and Fish to? Like, it's a different style. It's a, you know, an ROH kind of kind of MMA uh, high impact. Like, yeah, they yeah, so striking, they're them. definitely striking team. Yeah, high impact and, and submission. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. I've never seen any of those three teams have a stylistic mismatch with somebody else. Um, so, yeah, that should, that's going to be true. Yeah, as good as that match could be, you know, I still would rather see Revival versus Fish and O'Reilly. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it, it, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, I wish they didn't have the th- one, you know, verse, versus versus aspect. I, I wish it was just the main roster versus NXT in some form or fashion. So you could have one match of Fish and O'Reilly going up against, you know, the, the Revival. Then you could also have the War Raiders going up against, um, oh, well, Street Profits are there. They are a main roster. So 
But you could, I just wish it wasn't Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. I wish it was Raw and SmackDown versus NXT. Like, I think that would put NXT over that much more if, if it was seen as them versus everybody else. Instead of they were one, they were a third of a, of a, of a thing, of a triangle. Yeah. yeah. But that's that way we can avoid all these damn triple threat matches. I mean, it's just not great. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else for us, D? No, nah, man. Y'all go ahead and finish it. No, I appreciate you, man. All right. We'll talk to you. All right. That was uh, Terrell in Georgia. Go ahead and give a full-throated plug to everything that you're doing, Cam. Give out all the links and hey, ways yo. to contact uh, hey, yo. Um, deep throated. Geez. Yeah. So, of course, um, every Monday is the South Congress podcast. Myself, myself and my co-host, Peanut, um, talking about the goings-on in the world. We did kind of a lengthy tribute to John Witherspoon. Um, you know, amongst other things, including No Nut November, whoever came up with that. Um, Tuesday, Trav and Rich um, are, are kind of full steam ahead with the Demon Dust podcast, now mm-hmm. covering the HBO BBC series, His Dark Materials. Um, did, did you get the notes that I left you, Travis? The renumbering, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just waiting to hear the beginning of this episode when you say episode five, because why wouldn't you, right? Um, if you can say episode two, then tell her. Uh, but um, typically on the Wednesdays, we have the Goose Down, where I review each and every one of the books in the Goosebumps book series. And then on Thursdays, we have What's the Fun in That? I was about my man Quincy talking about uh, video games. Now, I think this week's going to be special because tomorrow's in seven day. Um, which is basically the celebration of Mass Effect, uh, one of my favorite game series. So that should be a fun show. The reason we did not get a goose down today is twofold. Number one, um, I did my work for uh, Daily DDT for Fan Sided. Um, again, talking about the relationship between journalist and fan based on the Seth Rollins uh, would be incident from Saudi Arabia. The second reason is this. Um, if you listen to the show, you might be familiar with Alexis Littlefoot, who does um, actually did a lot of contract work with WWE, doing like shirt designs and uh, merch designs. Um, and so she just posted like, "Hey, we need a Jet magazine, but for wrestling." So I made a Jet magazine, but for wrestling, uh, just on a whim, I made a cover with the New Day. Um, Kind of the inside with Sky Wrestling. What three letter word did you call it? Yeah. It's called lit because, you know, <laughs> the colors, they love saying lit. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New Day on the cover um, with the secondary story kind of being Scorpio Sky, um, talking about him being maybe wrestling's best kept secret. Maybe he is. You know, this big singles breakout act in AEW that we're just waiting to pop. Um, also had a shot of Bianca Belair and uh, Montez Forge talking about, 
you know, their friendly rivalry and pushing each other to be the best. And then Naomi as the uh, lit beauty of the week. So mm-hmm. from enough prodding that all happened over the course of a few hours, I think when all this stuff starts to mix, Trav, the, the thing that we've built, the stuff that I've done on the side, the daily DDT stuff, um, you know, the Twitter becoming what it is, um, I actually decided to really make an emag. Um, yeah, yeah you decided. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thanks to we. Um, and Rich having some really good advice. So, as a point, No, I'm just saying, I, I called it, like, in the thread early. Like, oh, you, did you think this is all you're going to do? You think you're just going to do this one and that's it? Fuck out of here. And I really did. Because, again, like, you know how long we've been doing stuff like this? And it's always, like... Oh, right, you're like this is one of uh, like a hundred of these I've made in the last uh, two three years. Why but, would this be any different? I'm like, because yeah, it but is. But you saw it. <laughs> you saw it. So, because it touches this thing that you know served um, the reason that guys like ACH feel like they have to speak up is because they're not hurt, you know, and. The reason that Rich goes to a scrum and asks Tony Khan certain questions is because we feel underrepresented. So, you know, I made a thing that wasn't intended to be a thing, and now it's a thing. So, I'm going right. To it do, wasn't even. And look, like when you sit down and go, hey, we'll deal with this NES, uh, NWO reconstituted thing, remix, or mm-hmm. however you, your, whatever your creative process is, this wasn't that. This is literally, you saw something on Twitter, and I'm sure you saw it and was like, I'm not going to say anything till it's done. Yeah. So you can literally go, here, fine, like or whatever you post, here you go. You know what I did? I swear, I saw it, and I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to do instead of work tomorrow. I tweeted that. (laughs) You know, it sounds funny. I knew what I was going to do. So I sat down, and yeah. You can imagine... Googling Jet Magazine and like for format reasons in 2020. They're probably who is is looking at Jet Magazine? But yeah, um, but no, again, like feeling underrepresented. And I think the last couple of months, we've really seen just like how much of a black wrestling audience there is that wants something to call their own. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do probably like a five-page thing monthly, maybe more, because I feel like we're in a position to where we could actually, like, interview people. <laughs> you know, like, we can actually talk to people and include that in there, and it'll be cool. Um, we are going to do that. Um, it's going to be a part of the $5 South Congress Patreon tier, and, you know, in a long week of cool things happening because of work that we've put in, Hey, you know, maybe this will be a thing. So here we are. And how and how would one go about uh, participating in the, the five dollar Patreon level? Yeah, Patreon dot com slash Seahawk. Um, you know, C E E Hawk, and you'll see the different tiers. Um, if you give ten dollars, you get merch each month. But um, yeah, so um, five dollars, and the first one is going to be that first week of December. Um, I'll have plenty of time to do it because I'm still planning on taking the month of December off for vacation. So, you know, we'll see. Word. And as Cam said, Rich and I are like full steam ahead. Good Dark Materials premiered Sunday in the UK, Monday here in the States. Um, so, <laughs> let me tell you about this. So, the 
So the, the British uh, ratings were gigantic, and they, they and then the HBO ones were like good, but not like out of this world. And they think there was a lot. Of signif- there's a significant amount of people watching through uh, in the states on Sunday through VPN. Like so, they're at, they have access to it live or at least mm-hmm. you know soon after, and they got to watch it. And because uh, the UK one they did just mega numbers, and then. HBO, they just, you know, like, oh, yeah, nice little debut kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, <clears throat> Rich and I are on, on our way. Episode one debuted. It was fantastic. Uh, head over to South Congress Podcast, subscribe, and listen to us on that feed. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's so wonderful. And, as I, and, and, and the offer still stands. People are still hitting me up every week. Um, I hit my DM or I am or however you can communicate with me at Traveler in most places. Uh, and and if you want that audio book for the, for the trilogy, I got a bunch of them. But if you want the the, the, the original trilogy, especially, uh, I got you. I got that work. I got that HDM work. Um, so yeah, so please follow us on Twitter at on our uh, for for the Demon Dust Podcast at D Dust Podcast on uh, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, give us a give us a give us a like and interact with us there. Read books and watch the show and all those things. So I think uh, I think that about does it for this here episode. Um, really quick, Trav. Um, yeah. What show are you watching live tonight? I feel like I have to watch NXT live. Oh, I'm watching both, but I've switched to having NXT's main volume on because last week was fucking awesome, and I can only assume what's going to happen tonight. So I have NXT on the big screen with the sound, and I'll have... I don't know AEW if you've been tweeting. Like, I don't know if you've been on Twitter this whole time, but the OC jumped a bunch of guys backstage. Oh, okay. So before even they go on air, so they got some shit to talk about immediately. Okay. Cool, and we'll get out of here a few minutes early, and I'm, yeah, it won't be. <laughs> I, I typically miss the first few minutes of AEW because uh, I'm fumbling around and trying to do the, you know, set up the show for next week and programming and doing all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, so okay, let's uh, let's get. So yeah, so thanks everybody for your for your your, your tweets and your emails and your calls. Well, thank Terrell. <laughs> the rest of y'all. Oh, but I'm blaming the time sh- the, the, the fall back. So next week, don't let this shit happen. I'm gonna fuck somebody up. Uh, Craig, uh, Brian, regulars, uh, and y'all non-regulars. This is the time for y'all to step up. So, all right. Till next week. Appreciate y'all. That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. <laughs>